Hi, good morning. In this podcast, I would like to talk about Feast of Tabernacles and the Eighth Day. Feast of Tabernacles also referred as the Feast of Ingathering and the Feast of Booths. And it is celebrated on the 15th day of the seventh month. In this year, the Feast of Tabernacles will be celebrated from the evening of Monday the 20th of September till the evening of Monday the 27th of September. And the eighth day will be celebrated from the eve of 27th of September till eve of 28th of September. Lord says in Exodus chapter 23, Three times you shall keep a feast to me in the year. You shall keep the feast of unleavened bread. You shall eat unleavened bread seven days, as I commanded you at the time appointed in the month of Abib. For in it you came out of Egypt. None shall appear before me empty. And the feast of harvest, the first fruits of your labors, which ye have sown in the field, and the feast of ingathering at the end of the year, when ye have gathered in the fruit of your labors from the field, and repeats in Exodus chapter thirty four, and ye shall observe the feast of weeks of the first fruits of wheat harvest, and the feast of ingathering at the year's end. Lord also states in Leviticus chapter twenty three from verse thirty nine. Also on the fifteenth day of the seventh month, when ye have gathered in the fruit of the land, you shall keep the feast of the Lord for seven days. On the first day there shall be a Sabbath rest, and on the eighth day a Sabbath rest. And you shall take for yourselves on the first day fruit of beautiful trees, branches of palm trees, the boughs of leafy trees, and willows of the brook. And you shall rejoice before the Lord your God for seven days. You shall keep it as a feast to the Lord for seven days in the year. It shall be a statue forever in your generations. You shall celebrate it in the seventh month. You shall dwell in booths for seven days. All who are native Israelites shall dwell in booths, that your generations may know that I made the children of Israel dwell in booths when I brought them out of the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! The Feast of Tabernacles, also called Sukkot in Jewish, is the Feast of God commemorating the 40-year journey of Israelites in the wilderness and being dwelt in the booths. The word Sukkot means booths. Jewish people observe this time by building and dwelling in temporary shelters, just like the Hebrews people did while wandering in the desert. This joyous celebration is a reminder of God's deliverance, protection, provision and faithfulness. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Amen to that! In Zechariah chapter 14, straight after the day of the Lord, Lord commands us to celebrate the Feast of Tabernacles. Here are the verses from verse 16. And it shall come to pass that everyone who is left of all the nations which came against Jerusalem shall go up from year to year to worship the King, the Lord of hosts, and to keep the Feast of Tabernacles. And it shall be that whichever of families of the earth do not come up to Jerusalem to worship the King, the Lord of hosts, on them there will be no rain. If the family of Egypt will not come up and enter in, they shall have no rain. They shall receive the plague with which the Lord strikes the nation do not come up to keep the Feast of Tabernacles. This shall be the punishment of Egypt and the punishment of all the nations that do not come up to keep the Feast of Tabernacles. In that day, holiness to the Lord shall be engraved on the bells of the horses. The pots in the Lord's house shall be like the bowls before the altar. Yes, every pot in Jerusalem 
and Judah shall be holiness to the Lord of hosts. Everyone who sacrifices shall come and take them and cook in them. In that day there shall no longer be a Canaanite in the house of the Lord's. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Amen to that! Feast of Tabernacles is thanksgiving to God for the fruitfulness of the land and God dwelling among us. If you remember the Bible verse, we are the tabernacles of God. God says, rejoice in this feast. At this point, I would like to read the Bible verses from Deuteronomy chapter 16, from verse 13. You shall observe the Feast of Tabernacles seven days, when you have gathered from your threshing floor and from your wine press, and you shall rejoice in your feast. And repeats again in verse 15, Seven days you shall keep a sacred feast to the Lord your God in the place which the Lord chooses, because the Lord your God will bless you in all your produce and in all the works of your hands, so that you surely rejoice. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! God wants us to rejoice. Feast of Tabernacles is a time of great rejoicing. It is the seventh feast in the seventh month, and we are to rejoice before the Lord our God for seven days. It points to the fullness of God of Israel's plan of salvation to tabernacle and dwell among his redeemed. It points to the ultimate eternal rejoicing, the kingdom of God and return of Lord Jesus Christ. At our September podcast, I have spoken regarding the Feast of Trumpets, which is called for repentance, and the Feast of Yom Kippur, which is the redemption through repentance sins, being covered and removed by Lord Jesus Christ's sacrificial blood. And only after those two feasts, now comes the rejoicing in the Feast of Tabernacles. So we are expected to repent. Once repentance takes place, we are redeemed and our sins washed in the blood of Lord Jesus Christ. And then comes the rejoicing. At this point, I would like to read out the Bible verse regarding the threshing floor from Matthew chapter 3, verse 12. His winnowing fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly clean out his threshing floor and gather his wheat into the barn, but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire which is also repeated in Luke chapter 3, verse 17. The scripture is talking about Lord Jesus Christ separating believers from unbelievers. And unbelievers are referred in the scripture as the chaff. God's purpose for his people has always been to set them apart from the unbelievers. And regarding the white press, I would like to read these famous verses from Joel chapter 3 from verse 13. Put in the sickle, for the harvest is ripe. Come, go down, for the wine press is full. The vats overflow, for their wickedness is great. And similarly, we see in Revelation, in chapter 14 from verses 17 to 20, reaping the grapes of wrath. And we know from the book of Revelation, those whose sins are not covered in the Lamb's blood are not recorded in the book of life and will not be at the eternal feast of great rejoicing in the kingdom. Bible says in Revelation chapter 20 verse 15, And anyone not found in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Lord Jesus said in Luke chapter 10 verse 20, Rejoice because your names are written in heaven. 
Halleluja, Halleluja, Amen to that. Ultimately, the Feast of Tabernacles points to the greatest feast of rejoicing, which is the marriage supper of the Lamb. Amen. As Bible says in Revelation chapter 21 from verse 3, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said to me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give off the fountain of the water of life freely to him who thirsts. Thanks be to God. In fact, Zechariah prophesied for this very event in his prophecy in chapter 2 from verse 10. Sing and rejoice, O daughter of Zion, for behold, I am coming, and I will dwell in your midst, says the Lord. Many nations shall be joined to the Lord in that day, and they shall become my people, and I will dwell in your midst. Hallelujah, hallelujah, amen to that. Amen to that. I love those Bible verses. In John's Gospel, we read those famous words. Chapter 1, verse 14. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen to that. The Feast of Tabernacles refers to Lord Jesus Christ's second coming and establishing his earthly kingdom. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Amen to that! Come Lord Jesus Christ! As we stated earlier, the Feast of Tabernacles also referred as Feast of Ingathering, meaning gathering in of the righteous harvest of those who have worked out their salvation by putting their trust in Lord Jesus Christ through repentance with their sins covered in the Lamb's blood, blood of Lord Jesus Christ. As Titus stated, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Saviour Jesus Christ. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Amen to that! Hence, the Feast of Tabernacles, Feast of Ingathering, is a joy, is pure joy, as the Lord states, rejoice at the Feast of Tabernacles, at the Feast of Ingathering. Amen to that. As Lord said, if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Come, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen to that. That's from John chapter 14, verse 3. And similarly, it is stated, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. This is an eternal rejoicing. This is an eternal feast of rejoicing. Amen. 
During the Feast of Tabernacles in the Biblical times, two important ceremonies took place. First, every day of the festival, the priest descended down to the Shylock, which is a spring, a natural spring, below in the city of David, and it is the original source of Jerusalem's water. There they filled a golden flask of the pure water, and they carried the flask with singing songs, and they entered the temple through the water gate which is one of the gates on the southern side of the court. And the famous hymn from Isaiah chapter 12, verse 3, Therefore with joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation, actually based on this ceremony, carrying the pure water from Sherlock to the temple for the celebration. Next, the water was poured out on the altar inside the temple, and the pouring out of the water expressed Israel's hope for future rains to produce an abundant harvest and God's Spirit being poured out onto his people, the living water they long for. In John chapter 7, verses 37 to 39, Lord Jesus Christ, on the final day of the Feast of Tabernacles, stood and cried out, saying, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke concerning the Spirit, whom those believing in him would receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Amen to that! And the crowd, upon hearing these words, knew that he is the Messiah. Amen to that. The second ceremony was the illumination of the temple. It involved the lighting of four golden oil-fed lamps in the court of women. These lamps were 75 feet high that were lit in the temple at night to remind Israel of the pillar of fire that had led them in their wilderness journey. The light was so bright that it is said to have illuminated the entire city. This ceremony was also a reminder that God had promised to send the light to renew Israel's glory, release them from bondage and restore their joy. In the same celebrations, Lord Jesus Christ says, John chapter 8 verse 12, Then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me, shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! The people knew that the promise of light was linked with their hope. And here, Lord Jesus Christ said, He is the light of the world. Lord Jesus Christ stating at the Feast of Tabernacles, I am the light, was like saying, I am the Shekinah, the glory of the Divine Presence. I am the pillar of fire, hence he is the deity, he is the Lord, he is the Lord of lords, the King of kings, he is the Messiah, the Son of God, the Christ. Hallelujah, hallelujah, amen to that. I would like to finish with this reciting from Psalm 118 verse 25. Save now, I beseech thee, O Lord, O Lord, I beseech thee, send now prosperity. Hallelujah, hallelujah, amen to that. 
May God bless you all in Christ Jesus. Amen.